three, two, one. What up, party peoples? Welcome to welcome to the little remix. Yeah, all right, here we go. Three, two, one. What up, party peoples? Welcome back for another edition of the Spin Room. I be your man, Big Pee Wee. Over here, that's my girl, Big Les. What up, Leslie Les? Hey, hey, people. Happy. Yeah, man. I uh, hope everybody is well. Everybody enjoyed uh, the second half of Juneteenth uh, this past weekend. Um, I don't know about you, Les. I don't celebrate Fourth of July, so I say Juneteenth. No, I'm with you, and I think everybody else is becoming more aware. Unfortunately, it took till 2020 to realize what is happening in the month of June and July and what independence really means. And so even though I think most of us celebrate it simply because technically we're usually off of work, right, right. <laughs> on that Monday. So people use it as a holiday or an excuse without acknowledging what the actual date means or doesn't mean, especially for African-Americans. So I understand where you're coming from when you say happy second Juneteenth. Yes, exactly. Um, so I hope everybody had a, a good weekend. Um, you enjoyed. Uh, I know fireworks are still going off. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much did they buy that they, I mean, because they was blessed that fireworks off, fireworks off in June. And it's still middle of July, and they still got them going, man. So we've all seen that Instagram I'm in the house board, a board in the house, and I'm in the house board. Folks cannot wait to have some reason to pop off <laughs> and get outside. What kills me, and I'm, you know, I'm from New York, so I'm used to like fireworks going off weeks earlier in advance. But it was like times ten even here in LA, and it's like, what can you do? What? Why even complain about it? It's, it's no reason to complain. They're going to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I will say this. It is annoying at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and them son of a guns are still going off. <laughs> I will say that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to sleep now. Yeah, 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 man. So, I right, man, uh, let's get into it. It's about that time, ladies and gents. Uh, Big Les's Entertainment Report. All right, let's get it. Now, I know there are a lot of people who follow Snoop Dogg on Instagram who is absolutely hilarious. Between him and 50 Cent, it is always a good show on our Instagram. And so this time, this week, Snoop was kind of like Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. He happened to be in the studio with Kanye West and Dr. Dre, and he starts whispering, and he's filming, and he's shooting a behind-the-scenes video of uh, Dre and um, Kanye West at the soundboard making new music with Conway, Kanye's album. And Snoop was just like, yeah, Conway got some hot music coming. <gasps> that was the best promo and the best lead up to anything coming. Thank you, Snoop, for that. And we all can't wait. Now remember, Kanye West says he's not doing any of his old music. He's not rapping his regular style. He's on, I don't know if it's Christian rap he's calling it. We don't know what to expect, so let's see. But it's gonna be thought provoking no matter what. So let me ask you this, Les, because not too long ago, uh, with this old Donald Trump and Kanye West, you know, our man Snoop had some words for Kanye. Uh, now he's in the studio with Kanye and kind of, you know, petting Kanye on the back. Uh, I mean, like, how do you feel about that? Do you think that is still an issue or is that water underneath the, under, under the bridge? Listen, you can't, if someone is truly your friend, right, you can't discount them because they've changed their beliefs along the way or you know that's just how they feel and maybe you keep them at an arm's distance 
you know, they do business together. Maybe he's not in the same friendship category as they were. I'm sure he never wants anything hurtful to happen to Kanye. Oh, of course sure not. He, right. And I'm sure he just can't believe that Kanye has attached himself with his beliefs to a man that has no love for African-Americans. I remember Kanye saying something about people liking them or people judging you because of one, your beliefs or because of your creativity or something like that. I forget. I don't want to misspeak. Um, sometimes you just can't throw the friendship away, but I believe, you know, Snoop is nobody's fool and he knows where he stands with Kanye and he knows that if he's got to officially sever ties with Kanye because he's gone so far off the deep end that he no longer supports African-American or black men or the black family or the black <laughs> person, um, in the human sense, then, you know, off with your head. Snoop, I don't think Snoop has any problem with that. And he's very clear about who Kanye is and where their relationship stands. So, well, so I'm just caution, just throwing it out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's dip to Colin Kaepernick and my girl Ava DuVernay. They are partnered oh. up. Woohoo! That's right. They have a new Netflix series series coming about football and his wife, his life, excuse me. It's called Colin in Black and White. It's going to focus on Kaepernick's formative high school years, uh, lending more meaningful insight to his acts and experiences that led him to become the activist that he is today. And uh, they're both going to produce this film. And of course, the uh, former quarterback is going to narrate six episodes uh, while an actor will play the younger version of him. So I can't wait to see this. You know, Ava is the queen of telling a really good, truthful story. And I think we'll all be captivated. And I think it'll be more than just the black community tapping in. I think it'll be all football fans. It'll be white America. It'll be the league owners, maybe things that they didn't know. Just because he's on your team doesn't mean you actually know all about his background. It'll be politicians uh, tuning in. I think everybody's going to be zoomed in to really see what uh, layers Ava DuVernay uncovers. And I think it's important, too. Um, and uh, we've said this multiple times on the show of doing an autobiography, or I'm sorry, not an autobiography, a biography um, on yourself. And I think that, you know, Kaepernick, uh, what he stands for, um, standing up, you know, to police brutality, I think at the end of the day, um, it's important to tell his story right now. I mean, this was a guy that sacrificed so much uh, for his people. And, you know, he got crucified for it. Uh, yeah. I don't call it blackballing. It's called, I call it whiteballing. He got whiteballed. And so, you know, now, even though at this moment, they're saying that some teams right now um, are going to give him a look at uh, training camp and stuff like that. You know, at the end of the day, that's great. It's him signing a deal with a team. Now, again, a lot of us still don't know what was in that contract, what they discussed, NFL and cap and everything like that. And we get that. Um, but I think, you know, it'll put a lot of people's minds at ease. One, to see this doc. And then two, if he actually gets signed uh, to a football team. Yeah. And I think we've seen him take the hardest hits. I don't think he's going to bend or break down and believe that he's going to negotiate a contract and a deal that doesn't infringe on his human rights or his um, freedom of speech. And um, it's happy to see that somebody who's had little boy dreams and made it to the top level can still continue to do what he does. I just hope that he's also gonna be protected in all of this from the fans that disagree with what his belief is or um, what he has brought attention to. You know, there are so many people we never get to hear the stories about whether it's um, 
Barack Obama or Oprah Winfrey, how much hate mail they get on a regular basis, how many death threats, how many phone calls. So even if they have security and triple security in place for him, for him speaking up, I hope that that's in place. And I hope, you know, nothing happens for him believing what he does. Oh, Steph, I'm with you 100%. And I think that to me, that's the most saddest thing, uh, but the realest thing when you look about, when you look at this country, um, like you said, the hate mail and, and the, the all threats. this stuff, death threats and stuff like that. It's like, this is part of this culture. This is what America was built on. And it's sad that um, you don't see black people doing that. Like, let's be honest. Black people don't send you uh, death threats. Um, you know, no, they just show up at your house, punch you in the face and keep it moving. <laughs> right. Come on. Like, we don't well, got time for that. And out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, and I absolutely agree with you. I hope that, um, and I I hope this 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 uh, doc is going to be uh, wonderful, and I can't wait to see it. Absolutely. Uh, Net, speaking of Netflix, they're going to move a hundred million dollars into black-owned banks. That's right. To uh, they're going to make the shift to a hundred million to lenders that serve the black community, making it the largest company yet to pledge cash to historically underfunded financial institutions. I think it is an amazing thing. Uh, even the online TV giant is going to shift 25 million into the Black Economic Development Initiative and then a new fund that will invest in Black-owned financial institutions, low-income communities, um, $10 million to the Hope Credit Union, um, and a lot of other places going forward. So even the Netflix uh, CEO, Reed Hastings, he earmarked 120 million of his own personal fortune to historically black colleges and universities, um, even though the company wanted to propose a solution uh, that addresses more systemic causes of inequality, he reached into his own pockets, put his money where his mouth is, and we applaud him for that. Most definitely, that's a beautiful thing, man, and especially doing it for the HBCs. Uh, man, that's a beautiful thing, and they do need it. Um, I think um, Netflix, like you said, Netflix is 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 not talking about it. They being about it, and I salute them. Most absolutely, absolutely. Mary J. Blige, my sister, she is launching an Italian wine line. Congratulations to my girl. She has unveiled Sun Goddess Wines in collaborations with Fantanelle Winery. Um, she made like on the vineyards in Fantanelle, met the family. Um, in uh, Venezia, Giulia, Italy. And uh, the Sun Goddess collection includes Italian Pinot Grigio, Romato, and the Italian so uh, Sauvignon Blanc. So the brand, names is meant, the brand name itself is meant to capture the spirit inspired by Mary's childhood, memories with her mother, and love for the warmth and energy of the sun. So congratulations to her. She said that after she was walking through the vineyards and tasting with the family, she felt extremely connected to the place and more importantly, the people, for those of you who have never been to like Italy or even like Paris, Italy itself is a place where the architecture just speaks to you the minute you step off of the plane. And once you get from the city to the countryside and they both have an effect on you, I absolutely understand where she's coming from. Just get your passports, people. Hop across the sea once the uh, city, the countries open up. <laughs> and go ahead and get on, dip on over there. Take a tour. It's the best thing you could ever do for yourself. Hey, shameless plug right now. Hey, Mary, uh, we would love a couple of those bottles, you know, if you want us to, you know, you want to be a sponsor of the spin room. Yeah, saying. We're also down to support. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah, of course. We'll buy a case or two, but right. we want to support you on a regular basis, blow you up. So we can make the marriage happen. That's my girl. We got you. Now, shout out to Master P. He's announcing that he's doing a Golden oh, Chronicles no, no, no. series. 
And I believe this is the one that I shot uh, with the team last year. It was really because, you know, the whole No Limit crew, when they first became popular and started blowing up in New Orleans, Rap City was the first to really like usher in Mia X and all his brothers and everybody else. And um, this five part special series is gonna chart the growth of the hip hop label through the 1990s, right? His side hustle into the multi-million dollar enterprise that it has become. It's gonna show all of his deals that he had like with Mystical and Snoop Dogg and Mr. Servon and more. It's gonna premiere on the network Wednesday, July 29th, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, new episodes airing weekly, so make sure you guys check it out. Uh, we can possibly put the link into the trailer for the trailer so that you can see it, or when you guys follow us on YouTube at The Spin Room, we'll make sure that you have access to the link in the body there too. Yes. But that's dope. That was very dope. And it was great for me to really kind of talk about it and kind of remember what it was like to be around them, you know, and I'll probably talk about it more once the episodes start airing, um, but I'll just say this. That Master P and all this crew, even the guys at security team, they've always been gentlemen to me. And they've always been open to sharing their business. And he's always been about the community once he made the decision to just leave the streets alone. So I can't wait for you guys to see really what it is to build an empire from nothing to something. I, I, I can't wait. I mean, when you look at Master P and the blueprint, I mean, my man is still out here getting it. And I love the fact that, you know, as we continue to talk about supporting Black-owned businesses, uh, so many adventures that he has um, out right now. I mean, to food, to clothing, to shoes. I mean, like, my man is just out here getting it. Um, so, I mean, Master P is another one of those that we have to uh, wrap our arms around and continue to support, too. He's trying to create generational wealth and show you guys how to do it. Somebody tried to clown his rap snacks, which I heard were really good. And I was like, you guys better start laughing your way to the bank because he's pulling in the numbers. Whether it's the corner bodega or in some grocery stores, the hood loves Master P and they're digging those rap snacks. So laugh if you want to. He's getting the yeah, last <laughs> For real, for real, for real. <laughs> now I just want to spotlight some news and I'm just going to hit you with some really good things that have been happening this week. I want to say congratulations to host Joy Reid. She became the first black woman to anchor a primetime cable news program at MSNBC. Uh, she is the lead in at 7 p.m. to primetime, so congratulations to her. Uh, word on the street is actress, comedian, and Oscar winner Monique and her husband Sydney are rumored to be joining the cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta. All I can do is go like this. I see your face, Kiwi. I'm just like Oscar winner, reality show. Oh boy. Well, Les, you know she got white balled. Mm. Now, now, do we, you think she did it to herself, or do you? No, I don't think so. Mm. Okay. Because again, no, I'm gonna just say no. I don't think so. I'm, I'm not going to go all into my conspiracy theories and all that other stuff. But no, I don't think so. All right. Well, you guys put in the comments what you think happened, whether she was white ball, black ball, or did it to herself uh, right here on YouTube, all right? Um, the Essence Festival Virtual Weekend popped off. It started June 25th all the way through to, to this um, second Juneteenth weekend. And uh, it was amazing. They had beauty carnival panels, wellness house and evening concerts, uh, BBD, Bruno Mars, Common, Burna Boy, Nas, India Ari, Usher, Estelle, Wyclef, Dougie Fresh, Andre Day, Raphael Sadiq, Rhapsody, Patti LaBelle, John Legend, Lettucey, and that was just to name a few. 
So congratulations to the outlets of like Essence and BET who really have actually produced probably some of their better work in this crunch time. So I really, really shouting out and giving props to them. Um, I want to especially give props to uh, DJ Cassidy for his Matt Pass the Mic series. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it. It's on his IGTV page. You definitely want to plug it up to your TV so that you can watch it. He is celebrating his musical heroes. And while he is spinning records, live pops up people in their own homes singing the actual song. I'm talking Bobby Brown, Howard Hewitt, Cheryl Lynn, Saida Garrett, who's down with Michael Jackson, Ricky Bell, Jeff Red, Denise Williams, Melissa Morgan in her yellow wig. It was the bomb to see. So it's still on his page. Make sure you check it out. And I can't wait for the next one. Dope. Dope, dope. And I, I love the fact that, you know, these cats like a D nice yeah. um, and multiple artists and producers, even look, you look at Swiss and Timberland with verses and stuff like that. They've had to pivot during this pandemic and they pen, they, the pivot has opened up a door for them that maybe they wasn't thinking about before. Um, yeah. And so now, you know, you have an opportunity to rebrand yourself um, and stuff like that. So I, I, I really think it's dope. It's entertaining. And I love the fact, like, seriously, I truly love the fact seeing this stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of more spotlights before we get out of here. Um, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki Palmer, their show has been canceled. I As you know, so. Michael Strahan is still going to be on the ABC network. And Kiki Palmer never has to worry because she keeps a film and TV gig. But we'll see if the three of them resurrect somewhere else or go on to new adventures, which I'm sure they already have in the works. Um, congratulations to our girl, Jill Scott. It was the 20th anniversary of Who is the Jill Scott album. And they're re-releasing it with an LP blue vinyl. Congratulations to my girl because that is classic. And then, of course, the streets have been talking about August Alsina opening up about Jada Pinkett Smith uh, and their open relationship. Everybody wants to pass judgment. Jada and Will have been open about their relationships day one, even before the Red Table Talk. Um, but I believe Jada is going to put herself in the hot seat on the Red Table Talk series and maybe address it or tell everybody to mind their damn business or get an agreement of your own. It remains to be seen. I'll keep you posted. And that's it for this week's entertainment news in the spit room. Well, Les, I will say this. Jada has had some folks on the uh, Red Table uh, red table Talk, and she's gotten in their business. So now, Jada, you can't get in other people's business and not talk about yours. That's, that's well, all I'm saying. Will has been on the show twice already, where they talk about, he did one for Father's Day, and then they talked about their relationship, and they talked about the things that didn't work, and now how they call themselves, not married, but I forget what the term is that they use, but they went into depth more than they owe to anybody because their relationship and the agreement that they have between them really is nobody's business. So I don't, and you know, she don't hold punches. So I guess she just figured, well, let me address it or say whatever it is I need to say. But at the end of the day, Jada's going to Jada. <laughs> no, I, that 100, that they don't owe anyone an explanation about their marriage and their relationship and what they got going on. That's 100. Nobody does. Right. Uh, but the conversation is here now with uh, August Alsina. Um, and so this is the, this is the conversation. Did you and August Alsina have a relationship and did Will Smith give the okay? You guys say no on your end. He say yes on his end. So, yeah, let's sit down at the red table and let's talk about it. Jada, did you have 
a sexual relationship with August Alcina. Did this, Will? As this promotes August's album and his docuseries, we know what this is. This is Marketing yeah. Promotions 101. Stop playing. Come on. Come on. I mean, because that was like the same thing. Like, so are you mad because they kicked you out? And so now, like, this is your give back? Like, what's really going on? Like, out of all this time, you didn't say nothing. But now all of a sudden, you're saying something? You no, know? don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Jada and Will are very business savvy. They've all had a meeting about when and how this was going to come out. This is no shocker to them. This is marketing 101. This is being in the business 30 years 101. They are definitely ahead of the game on how this is playing out. You blow up the Red Table Talk, you blow up August's album, you blow up August's docuseries, everybody wins across the board with some tantalizing scandal or what you guys think is scandal, which is the norm for them. I got it. We got the playbook. We got it. There it is right there, ladies and gents. All right, man, man, that's my girl, uh, Big Les, with the Entertainment Report. Uh, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on all platforms. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube page. Please give us the thumbs up. Subscribe to every page, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Instagram. Follow us. Stalk us. There it is. Uh, we will be back on Thursday uh, with Throwback Thursday with Les's Remember When, uh, my big Pee-wee's Pet Peeve, and One Gotta Go. So we'll see you back here on Wednesday. I mean, I'm sorry, on Thursday. What's up on Wednesday? Hump, that's hump day. Throwback Thursday. We'll see you guys back here, man. You guys have a wonderful and blessed day. Once again, that's Big Les. I'm Big Pee-wee. We are the Spin Room. Peace.